Michael Ippolito played the cello in his middle school orchestra near Tampa, Florida. He would noodle on the instrument during rehearsals, and his teacher encouraged him to write those melodies down. She was probably just trying to get me to be quiet, I think. <laughs> but that got me started. So he became a composer at that young age. He wrote music at the piano, which is still his main instrument. And he'd create pieces for his friends and classmates. Today, Michael's a professional composer. He talked to us over Skype from the office where he writes music. This is one of his newest pieces. And one of the things he likes best about composing is the interaction with other musicians. He still remembers back in middle school when he got to hear other people bring his earliest compositions to life. And that was a thrill. I mean, from the very first piece, it was, you know, that's like a drug that you can't get enough of. And so I, I'm sure that's what got me started on this, uh, this whole journey. I'm Brad Turner. Today, we hear Michael Ippolito's latest collaboration with Friends, performed by the Altius String Quartet in an exclusive session in the CPR Performance Studio. This is Centennial Sounds, Colorado performances of music by 21st century composers. The Altius String Quartet which is based in Colorado, hired Michael Apolito to write a new piece for them a while back. Michael says he started the creative process by going to lunch with the group. I want to know what they are interested in, what they think about. Uh, there's no use in me writing something that they're going to uh, not have any fun playing or that isn't going to fit their interests or their style. The members of the Altius Quartet talked about some of their favorite string quartet composers, and they said nice things about Michael's earlier works. He remembers how they described parts of his music that felt light and transparent. Michael jotted down those words. And I'm not really even sure that they explained what they meant, or if they did, I didn't write that part down. And so by the time I actually referred to my notes, I just had transparency, light. But he didn't know how he would use those ideas. And he didn't want to repeat what he had done in his earlier string quartets which he composed on piano, like this one. So Michael tried something different. Instead of composing at the piano, he picked up the instrument he used to play in middle school, the cello which, by the way, turned out to be a very frustrating experience because none of the technique has stayed in my hands. You know, I just don't, <laughs> uh, I can't play in tune. It's, uh, it's just very frustrating. But he persevered. He sat in his office at Texas State University where he teaches composition. There's an old poster of the famous cellist Pablo Casals hanging on the wall. And Michael sawed away at his cello while Pablo Casals looked on. Michael still couldn't play in tune, so he experimented with harmonics. Those are high pitches you can play on a stringed instrument when you press down lightly on the strings, but don't hold them against the fingerboard. That experiment ended up sounding like this once the new string quartet came together. 
and I am certain that that's an idea I would not have had if I didn't have a cello in my hands. I think I would have had a hard time even just thinking to put those notes together and restrict myself to those notes. And he remembers rocking the bow back and forth between the strings. That turned into the opening of what became his string quartet number four. You get this kind of wispy, mysterious sound, and I thought, you know, maybe I'm getting somewhere with this idea of light and transparency. Michael finished the piece, and the Altius Quartet premiered it in Boulder earlier this year. I was at that concert, and I remember this amazing moment. There was a kind of pregnant pause in the music, and it felt like everyone in the audience sat forward in their seats. And then Zach Reeves, the cellist in the Altius Quartet, played those high harmonics that captivated Michael when he wrote the piece. Michael was there that night, and he remembers that moment too. Uh, it was very exciting to feel the whole audience, I, I think, get kind of invested in what was happening at that moment. When the cello comes in, I, I think everybody's a little bit freaked out because the cello sounds so uh, bizarre. You know it's a cello, and it, it sounds like a cello, but it's not quite right. Michael says it was a thrill to watch the musicians in the Altius Quartet bring the music to life, just like he loved hearing his friends in middle school play some of his first compositions. You know, it's not in your head, it's not at the piano, it's not uh, played back by the computer, but you're really finally getting this thing that's been in your imagination for, for so long. So here's the new piece in its entirety. Michael Apolito's String Quartet No. 4, performed by the Altius String Quartet in the CPR Performance Studio.
That was String Quartet Number no. 4 by Michael Apolito, performed by the Altius String Quartet in the CPR Performance Studio. One of the things that really intrigued me when I talked to Michael Apolito was how he draws a lot of inspiration from the writer Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway was a master at writing short, compact sentences with little ornamentation, and Michael likes to apply that idea to music composition. There are wonderful quotes you can find of Hemingway talking about how he worked. And I think about one of the things that he wrote is that, you know, when, when, you're, when you're stuck or you're trying to get uh, writing going, that you have to write one true sentence. If you can write one true sentence, then you can write another, and it becomes easier because you can always go back to the one true sentence that you wrote. And I think about that musically, too, that... Uh, it has something to do with this idea of editing, and, and as you edit your thoughts, it, they clarify, and, and that's really the hard work. And that line from Hemingway reminds me a little bit of something you'll hear next time on Centennial Sounds. The best works are often those with the fewest and simplest elements. This is music about Clifford Still, one of the great American painters of the 20th century. Maybe you've been to his museum in downtown Denver. And things begin to happen. A Denver composer recently decided to make music that tells Clifford Still's story. It's not about the big, colorful canvases that Still created. It's about his life and his struggles as an artist. That's next time on Centennial Sounds from CPR Classical and Colorado Public Radio. Composers write amazing music every day, and a lot of it's performed right here in the Centennial State. Our mission is to connect you with it. Centennial Sounds features recordings made in Colorado, sometimes in concert, sometimes at the CPR Performance Studio. We get to know the composer who wrote the piece, visit them where they work, and hear their stories. Thanks to Michael Apolito and the Altius String Quartet for sharing their music today. Martin Skavish recorded the music for this episode. Cindy Carpian, Daniel Mesher, and John Pino helped produce the feature. Head to CPRclassical.org for more on the musicians we featured today and more episodes of Centennial Sounds. I'm Brad Turner, Colorado Public Radio. <laughs>